school's in session. This is Recruiting Daily's Sourcing School Podcast. Real talk about recruiting, sourcing, and <clears throat> cyber sleuthing. Hot takes on sourcing tools, recruiting tech, and anything we want to talk about. With no filter. It's time to level up and put your sourcing pants on. Here's your dudes, Ryan Leary and Brian Fink. All right, man. Here we are. We're talking LinkedIn Recruiter is for the doll. But here's what we think. Yeah. Uh, so uh, excited to be with you here on Recruiter School. Is that what we're calling this? Recruiter School? Sourcing School. Sourcing School. Oh. Sourcing school. Good Good thing you know the name, man. G- yeah. I'm glad that I could, I'm glad I could get with the <laughs> Welcome program Welcome to today. the show. <laughs> Sourcing School with the high-tech redneck. Yeah, with the high-tech redneck. So, um, you know, we're... We got a few things that we want to go over uh, today, kind of knock out and uh, and talk about a little bit. One of the things that we were, Ryan and I were uh, sipping Starbucks and having a conversation about was the new LinkedIn recruiter and um, how this is making a really, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's making life, uh, it's kind of making life a little difficult because it's force feeding us a yeah. applicant tracking system where we didn't necessarily need one. So yeah. So, so let me ask you. Let me ask you because you you use LinkedIn Recruiter. I do use LinkedIn do Recruiter, use LinkedIn uh, even Recruiter. The, even though people give me shit for using LinkedIn <laughs> Recruiter. Hey, look, man, it's, it's part of it's part of it. It's part of the game. Oh, it, it no is a big part of the game. No I mean, shame. you know, there's a there's a lot of value to be had. It's a huge database of individuals and resources. But yeah. you know, my so yeah, I use LinkedIn Recruiter, but I think that I use regular LinkedIn or free LinkedIn more than I use LinkedIn Recruiter because yeah. they keep handicapping the functionality that you have with it. But you were going to say something, so I'm that, sorry. I, I dug you on feel you. like you just came out, you're like at like LA LinkedIn Anonymous now? L- LinkedIn Anonymous? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, actually, you know, it was really funny is Batman was giving me shit the other day because I was wearing a, uh, I was wearing my LinkedIn Recruiter, <laughs> I mean, my LinkedIn Recruiter t-shirt to the office. So. Nice, nice. That's that's not good. No, not good at all. <laughs> it looks like a, a vivid endorsement. Nice. All right, so, so let, let, let's, let's kick this thing off. So sourcing school is pretty simple, right? Short, sweet episodes we're doing, well, if we can, we'll keep them six to eight minutes maybe. Yeah, something like that. Something like yeah. the Daily Stoic. And we're just going to go fast and furious, talk about uh, whatever the hell's on our mind. Uh, today is the new LinkedIn recruiter. So let me, let me kick it off with a question for you. Why are they making changes to the platform? So I think they're making changes to the platform because they're going after um, one particular audience, that particular audience being the enterprise user. I'm not going to discuss, you know, like, quote unquote, what we're paying for LinkedIn recruiter, but more and more functionality of LinkedIn recruiter models or mimics that of an applicant tracking system and less of a sourcing tool. So I think one of the changes they're making is that they want to embed or they want to kind of um, dislodge some of the players like an iSIMS or even a bullhorn. Like when I talk to my guys that are agency recruiters and they talk about how LinkedIn is like, if you sign up for LinkedIn recruiter for two years, we're going to give you the ATS for free for, Mm. for one year. So there's, there's definitely a push towards that enterprise kind of level solution. Um, I think that's one of the things that's kind of going on there. So you, you think this is a push towards the ATS market then? I do. I think there's a lot of money in the ATS market that they haven't been able to grab. And also when you look at a lot of applicant tracking systems right now, like a uh, real quick shout out to the team over at Loxo. Loxo is doing something intelligent. Gem is doing something intelligent where they're acting as an applicant tracking system. They're acting as a CRM yeah. and they're actually going out and they're finding the candidates 
for you yeah. um, on alternative platforms. So yeah. as you think about that, LinkedIn is that main alternative platform. I don't know. Maybe LinkedIn is the mainstream platform to find candidates. I think it's mainstream at this point. I mean, and that's okay. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think people love to hate the big guy and that's cool. That's fine. But you, you mentioned Jim. If you, you know, if you're listening and you don't know Jim, write it down, check him out. It's gem.com. Gem.com, right? Yep. We, we've done work with them. They're not sponsoring the podcast here, but they're good, man. Oh, they're, they're, they're good. To, they're a good tool. Um, you know, it's something probably to talk about. Like when we talk about email founders and yeah. social profile directories, yeah, sure. um, one of the things though, that I like, you know, as we talk about, uh, as we talk about LinkedIn, you know, I think about the functionality that it doesn't have that some of those other tools do have, like, uh, drip marketing campaigns. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why a company like Microsoft, cause guess what? Microsoft owns LinkedIn. It's a dirty little secret. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like how come, how come they haven't been able to fuse some of the functionality that you have an outlook with, um, some of that nurturing yeah. ability. I, I don't know. That, I don't know if that's a place they want to get to. It, it kind of, I, I think, and I could be wrong and probably am wrong. I'm wrong a lot, but is LinkedIn, did they really want LinkedIn to be used that way? Um, Oh, oh, I, I think they want LinkedIn to be used that way because yeah. they release all these statistics about how in-mail is more effective than email. And if in-mail is more, oh, no. I, I, it's I, definitely, when I get an email from somebody, I never get the subject line, right? It just, right. Kind of, it says LinkedIn or whatever the hell it says. Most of the time I just delete it and I go into my app at some point and I've got 40 messages sitting there. I'm going to catch up on them and most of them are crap anyway. Well, so I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm going to be the first person to say, hey, look, you know, I've got a 38% LinkedIn uh, in-mail response rate. But if you look at my email response rate, my email response rate is double that, right? And one of the reasons that I use LinkedIn is it's simply because I know it's going to give a notification. And when people get notifications on their phone, it's Mm -hmm. been... um, it's been scientifically proven that they get a little hit of dopamine that they've just gotten a notification. So they get that little hit and then they get that message that goes with it. But my messaging on my messaging on LinkedIn is super short, sweet to the point. It's not this five pages of fluff. It's enough to come through that you're going to just see it on your, on your lock screen. Interesting. What else you got on LinkedIn? What would, um, so we, we talk about meetup. As well. So yeah. events, LinkedIn, Meetup, what's, what's We'll see, plan? like, I'm, I'm worried about Meetup for a number of reasons. People don't realize that Meetup got purchased by WeWork, and mm-hmm. we know that WeWork is not in the best financial nope. set. Uh, Although some of the latest news says by 2024 there or something like that. They're yeah, they're be, supposed to be profitable, profitable, right? It'll be interesting. Yeah, so um, I really like Meetup because you've got the opportunity to really kind of create groups, whether they're online or in person. And now you've got this feature that's slowly being rolled out to the LinkedIn community that allows you to create meetups inside of LinkedIn, allows you to create newsletters inside of LinkedIn. Like um, Justin Welsh, who uh, used to work with at ZocDoc, has really taken advantage of this, um, uh, of these features, of these new features, how they've been mm-hmm. rolled out. Um, and, you know, it's really kind of powerful for newslettering and also maybe for the meetups segment. But for meetups, I'm still using meetup.com to drive my meetups and to find candidates that are like minded that are meeting in those areas. Mm-hmm. Or I'm still using uh, Facebook groups to really kind of deep dive into find yep. those individuals there, um, which does an amazing job. I, I, I still think Facebook groups is probably one of the most engaged 
groups or one of the most engaged platforms that I've seen. Oh, I, I agree with you. And I think that, I think that Facebook's putting a lot of money behind it. Whereas LinkedIn has kind of let groups dwindle. I mean, we had a Super right. Bowl commercial for Facebook <laughs> groups, yeah. right? Like, like what was, what was that about? Like yeah, they have yeah, to yeah. advertise. Like I always find it interesting when Facebook or LinkedIn mm-hmm. have to advertise because they quote, talk about how much time people are spending on the platform. Yeah, yeah. But I actually think that that proves the point that people or illustrates the point that there's actually diminishing amount of time that's being spent on the yeah. platform. Yeah. Um, I think that's actually one of the reasons that LinkedIn is trying to figure out the different versions that they're, yeah. they're trying to sell people and also the different uh, content formats that they're trying to put yeah. their pro their platform onto. I, I, you know, when you talk about content in LinkedIn, I, the content on LinkedIn is the people are putting on LinkedIn. I should say, it's pretty damn good. I mean, I, I don't mind scrolling through my feed first thing in the morning. I like to get some some good stuff there. But groups, I mean, just hear me. We have, you know, 600,000 people or so in one of our groups. We can't do a damn thing with it. It's almost useless at this point. Yeah, actually. It's a you, shame. It's you know, shame. so Ryan, it's, uh, I just want to riff off that content comment that you made for a quick mm-hmm. second. That's actually one of the bones that I, of contention that I have with LinkedIn Recruiter is that LinkedIn Recruiter doesn't have a filter that you can search for content by. Mm-hmm. But if you're in free LinkedIn, you have a filter that you can look for content. So like um, if you're of the school of thought that like Shally and I are, that mm-hmm. people rarely update their LinkedIn profile and it's it's been proven Right. But what they're able to do is they're able they put out generous amounts of content. One of the uh, search yeah. techniques that that we've developed uh, in house with my team is that we're putting President's Club into the search bar in free LinkedIn, right? And then we're hitting the content button, and it brings up photos and tagged photos of everybody who won President's Club, right? That information is not yet on that person's LinkedIn profile, right? It probably won't be for a while. For for yeah, for for a good amount of time, and then also with content, you know, you can look through the blog posts that people have put together. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, brings up another point of contention I've got with LinkedIn is that if somebody embeds their resume into their LinkedIn profile, or like me, mm-hmm. I embed my presentations into my LinkedIn profile. Yeah, you can't search it inside no. of LinkedIn. Unsearchable. You're wearing a LinkedIn shirt, and you're killing them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got on LinkedIn before we wrap this sucker up? Um, you know, uh, people remember LinkedIn, but they forget about slideshare.net, which is also part of the LinkedIn family. Yes. Um, I highly recommend that people spend some time there. They can find resumes mm-hmm. uh, very easily. Um, you know, site colon slideshare.net um, space resume space. We'll just say quotation marks, San Francisco, close quotes, um, developer. And you can find like 500 resumes right there of, of individuals that have posted their resume to LinkedIn, but it's not searchable inside of LinkedIn. It's, it's just this weird walled garden kind of thing that doesn't work together. Oh man, that means it's over. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.